Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. But sometimes, you know, if you hold out for a bit and if you put in the hard work and just be patient, um, you'll probably get more later than what you can get now. This is Property Investory, where we talk to successful property investors, find out more about their stories, mindset and strategy. I'm Tyron Shum and in this episode, we are back with Patricia Chi, property investor since the age of 19. We talk to Chi more about her fresh perspectives as a young investor, where and how she gathers information when looking for potential property investments and also more on the marketing side of property investments. While Chi was never fearful of the industry, she did struggle to save for deposits during the initial stages of property investment. When I was young, I was a little bit naive. So when I got started, I wasn't aware of anything that could really hold me back. Um, But in saying that, the deposit was the hardest part of getting started. Yeah. And and how long did it take you to save up that deposit and, and how much was it that you saved up? It was about... I would say about three years um, of pure saving and I think I saved close to about 20 um, working part-time jobs. So I was living at home with my parents at the time and I did put it into um, a, an interest-bearing savings account. Um, when I was younger, mum would take me to the bank with my piggy bank in hand where I had all these coins and she'd show me how to deposit cash at the counter um, and then she'd explain to me that the interest that you're earning is adding to your savings. And, you know, that kind of just stayed with me for most of my life. So I thought, well, if I can do that um, to, in order to save for a deposit, then why not? Despite her youth, Chi is aware of the concept of delayed gratification. And while she implements the mindset on herself, she also encourages others to do the same. I think with with I guess Gen Y these days, they don't want to have that delayed gratification. They want it all now. They want all you know the information now, the latest cars, the bags now. Um, but sometimes you know, if you hold out for a bit and if you put in the hard work and just be patient, um, you'll probably get more later than what you can get now. When it comes to mentors, Chi is a huge fan of Mark Cuban and his way of approaching investment claiming that his ideals ring true to hers as well. I'm a huge fan of Mark Cuban's logic on investing. Um, So most of his philosophy on investments are aligned with the way I view investments. So one of my favourite quotes of his is, sweat equity is the most valuable equity there is. Know your business or your industry or your product better than anyone else in the world and love what you do or don't do it. 
Um, and I guess it's safe to say I love what I do. He's a great um, mentor for me to follow just because the language he speaks, it just it fits well with me and it rings true to me. Yeah, especially in, in that, you know, in his digital, um, I guess, businesses that he's done in the past because he's been very much a successful Oh, being there in that sense to be able to, to build such yeah. large companies, I think it resonates with us as well because it's so relatable to what is happening now. And yeah, um, extremely relatable. Yeah, and it's not like he had um, he hadn't come from money. He had come from a working family, so even that part of it was extremely relatable for me. While Chi has read and listened to many mentors while on a property investment journey, the best advice that has stuck with her is a quote from Jack Ma. I was thinking about this the other day because I get asked this quite often and it seems to change year by year. But I remember Jack Ma once said, your biggest asset is that you're young. So with him saying that, I kind of believe that we're born into the greatest generation this world has seen. We've got a platform and the time to make the mistakes that we need to make and, and to fix them as well. So what I can say to a lot of Gen Ys or new investors is just get out there and have a go and make it happen. She is always careful when choosing an investment property, opting to research locally rather than invest too much time in areas outside of her target range. Yeah, I picked a lot of it up from working in the property industry. Um, I listened to Michael Yardney quite a, a bit um, just to understand his mindset on investing. Um, but a lot of the research that I did was very much local research because I was investing in the Perth market. So I kind of researched the local councils that I was looking at purchasing in and really just putting a lot of the effort in there rather than um, going out to um, a, a property mentor which kind of covered all areas. I felt that might have been just a, too much of a wide range of ideas for me. I really took, I really only wanted to hone in on the areas that I was investing in at the time. She also recommends turning to the local council for information when researching developing areas to invest in. The local council has a wealth of information there and it's just a gold mine. Um, it will, you know, if you know where to look, um, you can find out any zoning changes to um, rezone a, a block or an area to a high density, which means you can ultimately develop on there, which ultimately means your property's worth a little bit more um, than if it was just a single dwelling. Um, it tells you about the projects they've got going. So if you um, if you can see that the government is investing heavily in infrastructure in an area, you know that they've um, they're looking at growing the population in that particular area, and the focus is really on that area to bring it. Um, to bring it into a uh, place where lots of people want to live and you want to be investing in a place where lots of people want to be living. After gathering information from the local council and researching online, Chi would do a map search to determine whether potential properties can be rezoned. Once you do your research online in terms of uh, the zoning in an area, then you start looking for properties that have come available for sale and I usually do a map search so I'll look at the pockets where they've rezoned um, so it's got a higher density um, because not the usually not the whole suburb will undergo a rezone change it will just be pockets in an area where um, it's near a school or um, you know near a shopping center that will have higher density applied to it so I'll start looking online um, 
in that respect. And then I'll, once I've got a short list of the properties that are, that have potential to be rezoned, then I kind of try and focus on corner sites because they have two street frontages, which means um, you've got a bigger pocket to work with if you're not a battle axe block. Um, so that's kind of my strategy. While rezoning is not a common occurrence, Chi's research on her local councils and their future intentions with certain areas allows her to effectively plan for any potential investment property in any rezonage approved. And it doesn't happen all that often, um, but I have found in Perth recently that it has happened in certain areas where the government is investing heavily in infrastructure. So Forestfield is a pure example of this, where they've um, put in a, a train station into that area. And Forestfield in the past was a pretty remote rural area, a lot of farmland, but a lot of new housing have gone in there. They've bought, they've uh, recently built new estates. So once you can see the plans of the government um, wanting to invest in a particular area, then that's when I start researching, are there any um, press releases on uh, zoning changes in a particular area? Um, and usually working in the property industry, you kind of get an, an understanding of where the government is focusing on. Um, and usually once you kind of, um, once you get those those tips, then you do your own research and you go and you talk to the council and you ask them what's the timeline, is it a definite, is it not? And it takes a really long time for um, approval to be given, but once it is, it's all worth it. Coming up after the break, we'll delve deeper into Patricia Chi's investment strategy where she reveals how her experience with marketing property has helped her grow her own property portfolio. You naturally get attracted to properties that look great, that represent the kind of lifestyle a tenant would want. The key habit to a success in property investment? In the morning, um, you know, while I'm getting ready for work, I'm usually on YouTube listening to people that I absolutely admire. Why particular mentors have been incredibly helpful for Chi on a property investment journey? That's why I gravitate towards them more is that I'd love to be the greatest at what I do. And that's next. I'm Tyrone Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. looking at buying or investing in property? Don't panic, property is still a great investment. Is it now the time to buy, sell or hold? Find out from Australia's leading industry experts on how to take advantage of today's market. You'll learn the secrets to renovating for profit or gain the knowledge, skills and motivation to invest at the first home buyers masterclass plus much, much more. Whether you're a new or experienced investor, you can't miss the Sydney Property Buy Expo on the 7th 8th and 9th of September. Use the promo code PI for a three-day free pass valued at $50. For tickets and more information, visit propertybuyexpo.com.au. When it comes to marketing side of property investment, Chi's job provides her with the knowledge and experience necessary to assist her in the development of her own portfolio. When we market a property, um, you, we always have the impression that you've only got one chance to make a, a first impression and so um, photography is critical and professional photography is highly recommended rather than your iPhones. Um, written copy by a professional copywriter, that just helps uh, build a picture of the kind of lifestyle the kind of buyer would be attracted to um, and I guess just placement 
online and in print media. So we're firm believers that both online and print go hand in hand. Um, they don't work as well in isolation. So, um, you know, you want to cast your net as far and as wide as possible when you are marketing a property. So, yeah, print and online would be highly recommended um, if you have the marketing budget to do it. She makes use of online portals as well as print media to spread knowledge of potential investment properties. We use all the um, massive online portals. So, your realestate.com's domains and realers are the main ones in WA plus about 10 other more. Um, and also an international website. I think it's, it's juway.com. So, that targets the Asian market. Um, we've got our own in-house magazine, which is distributed to 85,000 homes fortnightly. Um, so, that covers our print media side of things. Um, and also, we use social media, so Facebook and Instagram. Knowing how to market a property has helped Chi with her own property portfolio as it has allowed her to understand a buyer's or tenant's attitude in what they want from a property. You naturally get attracted to properties that look great, that represent the kind of lifestyle a tenant would want. So, yeah, I think those properties get onto that shortlist or what buyers would call their shopping list. And I guess when you're buying, you do want to be on that shopping list. You don't want to be excluded um, early on. I did a renovation a couple of years ago on um, one of my duplexes and that that worked in attracting a quality tenant. They've been in there quite long term now. So since I renovated, it would be two years now that they've been in there and regularly paying rent and keeps the place immaculate. So it certainly does help to attract the great tenants. She is not afraid to implement huge renovations on her properties, recognising that it is necessary to attract long-term tenants or future buyers. I gutted the kitchen, so I pulled the whole kitchen out and put in a new kitchen, uh, repainted the whole place and updated the um, bathroom basin and the toilet. So little things like um, installing air conditioning, um, security system, Foxtel, allowing pets in. Um, In the past, I think these were seen as a luxury, but now it's almost a given that you need to have these um, what we call the one percenters, the, the one percenters that would make a tenant choose your property over someone else's. Um, it's almost a given that you need to provide those um, essentials for them. Due to the combination of Chi's own research and her experience with marketing properties, Chi has effectively grown her property portfolio to be worth a little over $2 million. It's not positively geared, I'm negatively geared at the moment. It's worth about $2.2 million at the moment. I'd love to um, grow my portfolio to 10 properties. Um, that would be an ultimate goal for me by the time I reach 40, which is still a fair few years away, but it creeps up on you. Um, and I'd love to have them neutral by the time I reach 40 and hopefully positively geared by the time I get into retirement age. But um, I'm not really relying on rental income at the moment. That's not part of my strategy. It's more capital growth so that if I do sell in the future, I'd be able to fund my own retirement. She accredits her morning routine of listening to inspirational speakers as the personal habit most contributing to her success. In the morning, um, you know, while I'm getting ready for work, I'm usually on YouTube listening to people that I absolutely admire. So aside from the ones that I've just, um, named. Um, these people aren't necessarily investors and they're not necessarily in the property industry. Um, so people like John Stewart, Barack Obama, John Oliver and 
Sir Ken Robinson, just their outlook on life, um, you know, in the broadest aspects helps me apply their philosophy of what life is about to my own life. And I guess that filters nicely into the success I've had in property investment. She likes to listen to their advice and guidance early in the morning to keep her inspired and productive for the rest of her day. I think who you listen to in the morning is kind of sets the mindset that you're going to carry through tonight. So, yeah, I find it really therapeutic just to have those people in my ear each morning. I think my my attraction to these particular mentors is that they're great at what they do and they do, they're in different industries, but I almost feel they're at the pinnacle of their industry. So I guess that's, that's why I gravitate towards them more is that I'd love to be the greatest at what I do. Um, and yeah, I, I guess that's my attraction to these kind of people. When it comes to books, Chi is not a huge fan of property investment specific novels, instead opting to read about the journeys of successful company men and women. A few years ago, I read The Everything Store, um, Jeff Bezos and the Age of Amazon um, and I was really inspired by his journey so I definitely recommend that as a read to anyone who wants to learn about the trial and tribulations of starting a company or starting an investment journey. Um, it just it just you know, puts it in a light where it's not smooth sailing that you will come across um, issues that you might not necessarily know how to get over. But um, at the end of the day, it just helps your the level of resilience in you to build. If she met herself, say, 10 years ago, what would she say to her? If I met myself 10 years ago, I'd probably tell her to buy more, but be sensible. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Excellent. And what are you most excited about in your property journey over, say, the next five years? Um, definitely excited to see the capital growth work its magic, um, but also excited about the opportunity to do a development of my own. Oh, okay. Share with us a little bit more about that. What kind of development are you looking at? Yeah, so I've got two duplex sites that can fit two dwellings. At the moment, there's only one house on it, so I'd love to be able to demolish and build two and um, either rent them out or sell one and keep one. She is also looking to further her areas of investment, possibly delving into the interstate market or the commercial market in the future. However, she acknowledges that investment in those markets would take much more preparation and research. I would love to um, dip my toes in the interstate market and in commercial as well. Uh, so that's definitely on the radar for me, but I guess I'd need to do a little bit more research on what areas if I was to invest into state. Um, because part of me choosing property as a vehicle to invest is that I'm I'm quite um, risk adverse, so I like investments that I know will work in the long term. And because I don't know the interstate market as well as I wish I did, I may mean, just take a little bit more research to calm those nerves, and then I'd be ready to jump into it. For those who are interested in contacting Patricia Chi, she's opened a Facebook group for young Australian property investors. So I've started um, a closed Facebook group called Young Property Investors Australia just recently 
so they're more than welcome to join that particular group and on there is an open forum where you can ask any questions or share your highs and lows of property investment um, and you'll be talking to like-minded people who are sharing theirs as well so more more than invest um, more than welcome to, to jump into that group and the reason I decided to start it is that um, I get asked quite often, you know, how what's your journey like? How did you get into it? And it's usually by a lot of Gen Ys. Um, and I guess just to highlight, you know, um, the importance of saving um, a good deposit and delayed gratification, you know, a lot of the philosophies that our parents um, had but never really filtered down to our generation now, I kind of wanted to start this group to highlight those important milestones to young property investors in Australia. You can also contact Chi through her email. So I've got an email address. It's patricia.chia, so P-A-T-R-I-C-I-A dot C-H-E-A-H at hotmail.com. Um, they're more than welcome to send me an email and ask any questions that they, they want and I'll try my best to answer it. Thank you to Patricia Chi, our guest on this episode of Property Investory. If you want to hear more about her journey, then visit our website at propertyinvestory.com. Simply type in the search bar Patricia Chi and select that episode to learn more about her story. Also, are you looking at buying property in 2018? Would you like expert tips and advice on the best ways you can purchase property? Whether you're a new or experienced investor, learn from the experts by downloading the Property Investment Buying Handbook. It contains the best tips and advice from 37 of Australia's leading property experts. Simply visit propertyinveststory.com and subscribe to get your copy right now. Thanks for listening.